Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Thursday afternoon. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. Beautiful sunshine and it looks like a pretty nice long weekend. I am actually going to have a little longer weekend. So I am off tomorrow and I know Jody Hughes will be filling in for me from 4 until 6 tomorrow. This half hour, though, I tell you, when you look back at the week we've had, you think about what happened in Edmonton. Of course, the tragedy, the immense tragedy in Las Vegas. You can kind of feel like a cloud is hanging over you. You just think, wow, what, what is happening? What's happening with the world? And you wonder, is it, is it me? Am I, I'm, I'm, am I struggling with what's happening in the news? Or is it something bigger than that? Today is actually National Depression Screening Day. It is an opportunity for you to go online. I did it. It took maybe four or five minutes. And you do a screening test to see if maybe it's just what's happening around you or maybe it's a bigger issue. Deb Kieran is Counseling Manager at the Calgary Counseling Centre. She joins us today. Hello, Deb. Hello there. And and I want to be clear here because when we talk about depression there's a big difference between maybe feeling like wow I, I everything is so sad around me as opposed to how I'm struggling with myself what are the big differences Deb well I actually think that while there may be differences sometimes it's the similarities that catch us um, if we have a lot of stuff going on in our personal life and there's a lot of stuff going on externally um, that we're concerned about, it's the momentum that just doesn't seem to go away that can start to create those internal things. Hmm. So what can start off feeling very external just starts to build up more and more and more until we've hit that proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. And that straw that broke the back, you're saying it may be something in your personal life, it may be something externally that might send you into a deeper depression? Absolutely, because everything gets targeted uh, and triggered from one thing to another. So um, if we have one event, but it it triggers uh, memories of something in the past that we weren't able to control or to change... um, and we've got so much other stuff going on, and then we don't seek out treatment, we don't do something different, then it can become more of an ingrained issue. Become, and I think that's probably the key, because as I I said in my introduction, it's been uh, a pretty lousy week in the world of news, and I know my listeners would concur, just, oh my gosh, you have to hear about such tragedies, and I mean, even the economy, we can hear about TransCanada cancelling Energy East, and that also impacts Albertans. So how do you differentiate then whether or not I, I need to actually get some help, or I'm just going to see how I am in a couple of weeks. I think that's, in a way, um, that's also the answer is if this is still going on a couple of weeks from now, if there's been no change, then that might be a time to, say, visit a counsellor. Um, and I know our centre that what we have is actually a measure that you do when you come in for each session that measures how your stress is doing. We know what a clinical distress measure is. We know what a measure is that follows 
falls below that. So we can help make sure that you're getting the right dose of counseling if it's for a longer period, ongoing depressive state, then we see someone more often than we might for someone just with how do I get past this little hump. Deb, I want to talk about the uh, testfordepression.com and I'm encouraging any of my listeners just to, to go online. It's test the number four, so testfordepression.com. And it's been, you've, you've had this anonymous online screening test for a, a couple of days now. Well, what's the purpose of it? So we host this test for actually a week. This year it's going from the 2nd to the 8th. And it's a, as you said, very quickly done, anonymous tool. It will, you put your answers in and it will tell you whether or not you're at mild, moderate, or if you will, maximum risk of depression and of needing formal interventions. So it's a nice, quick, little mental health checkup that anyone can do. I, as you said, also did it, and I do it every fall. Mm. Just, you know, that little, hmm, okay, that's where I am. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of a nice personal checkup. You're right about that. Now, has it been a few years that you've had the online screening test? Absolutely. And the numbers of people responding to this, we're seeing now so far this year, and the week is not completed till the, till Sunday, um, three times the volume of last year's. And last year was outstanding. Excuse me. At 10,000 hours, we've had 30,000 hits already. 10,000 hits last year, 30,000 hits this year so far. So far, yep. And uh, here, I, I mean, the simple questions start out simply like over the past couple of weeks, how often have you been feeling low in energy, slowed down? So you're supposed to answer either none or little of the time, some of the time, most of the time, all of the time. So they, the questions kind of progress that way. And uh, have you been blaming yourself for things? It always seems that it's over the past two weeks. So, Deb, that almost goes back to my original comment that do you just see how things are over that period and then do another self-evaluation and say, I'm, I'm feeling much better now. I, I, I don't think I have a, any issue to be concerned about. Exactly. Or while the test is up, you can just do it now, this week, and then find out um, where you've been perhaps for the last while whether that's the last two weeks and it's just a mild thing or whether it's for a more um, moderate or extreme. And then ultimately you get a score. I think mine was between zero and eight. So it said that, you know, you, know, you, you aren't suffering from any type of depression, but give me the scale that people could look at then and where they, they possibly could fall. So I don't have it in front of me at the moment, but to my knowledge, the moderate is somewhat from like a, a 9 to about a 14, and then the other is from the 14 to the 20. And it's just um, increasing uh, suggestion for seeking out help, whether that's um, maybe starting with your close uh, contacts but it's also when you are at that extreme level, it's about perhaps seeking out professional help. It's why we have um, no wait list, why we have intakes that can be done both online or over the phone. We're really trying to make sure that for Calgary and area, we are available for people to come and talk to a counselor. That's why also we have a sliding fee scale. 
that's and that's it because you go back to the weight i i know when i talk about depression i'll have people text in and say you know i i have a hard time getting into a private counselor um the the wait lists are so long is that what calgary counseling center strives to do then to make sure there isn't a wait that's right we have between the um students that we hire and our full-time staff we have currently roughly 60 to 70 counselors so we can make sure that you're seeing someone in a fairly short order deb i think you you know you talked about the fact that 10,000 hits on the online survey last year you're already at 30,000 uh, it speaks to a lot of things here but i'm curious what about when it comes to the calgary counseling center and how many people you have seen in the last couple of years because i know it's always tied to the economy as well but how busy has it been at the counseling center we've seen increases year after year since 2012 since 2012 mostly, yeah yep mostly for depression but also for um say couple counseling for stress We've seen um, our numbers are quite steady um, in counseling youth or families for issues that might be affecting them, in part because of the economy. Overall, we've seen an increase in in our intake numbers year after year after year. Deb, I'm going to give you a chance to grab some water. We're going to take a break here because I want to delve into uh, more of the, the survey, but more importantly, just some things about depression that my listeners may not be aware of. 403-974-8255. Deb Kieran is with the uh, Calgary Counseling Centre. You can always text that number, 403-974-8255. You can give us a call as well. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today. Well, depression definitely affects a lot of Canadians, a lot of Albertans. And for the last few days, right up until the 8th, the uh, Calgary Counseling Centre has had a free, anonymous, online depression screening test. Test the number four, depression.com. Test for depression.com. Deb Kieran is a manager at the Calgary Counseling Centre, counseling manager at the Calgary Counseling Centre. Deb, when I was going through the uh, survey, uh, a couple of things I noticed. One, they wanted to know if I was a man or a woman. And another one, they wanted to know my marital status. How important are those things when we are looking at depression? Well, we know a lot about depression these days, and we know that typically um, it's diagnosed twice as much in women as it is in men. We know that there are resilience factors. Having a good relationship, having that other person to talk to is one of them. Um, So some of the extra questions at the end of the questionnaire are really also about us continuing to learn more and more about depression, what to look for, how do we um, recognize who might be more vulnerable, how do we find out more about what it takes to be resilient. So some of the ongoing research that the center does also uses the uh, demographic data from a tool like this to help us improve our programming. Deb, you say women are twice as likely to be diagnosed with depression than men. Is that what you said? Yes, it is. How much of that, though, is women would be more willing to come forward and talk to friends? All I'm saying is that having hosted a talk show for many years and we have a a large audience of men, 
I, I'm amazed the texts I get from men who say, I have never been able to talk about this. So I, I, I know you're saying it's twice as often, but I, I feel that sometimes men don't know who to turn to or feel that they can't say that they feel depressed. Absolutely. And sometimes they can come out looking like something else, perhaps like anger or stress or even anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I just wanted to say, even though it says women are twice as likely or two times as many times to be diagnosed, I, I wonder if those stats really bear out what it is like out there. And I also, I noticed that, you know, have you ever been treated for alcohol? Have you ever been treated for drugs? That's usually a symptom if you're self-medicating, correct? Absolutely. We self-medicate all kinds of ways. Yeah, yeah, so I can understand that. You know what, I've got a couple of questions. Deb, do you mind just taking a phone call or two here? Sure. Okay, here, let me just put on hold or make sure that I don't lose Deb when I say hello to Susan. Susan, what's your question for Deb? Hi there. I'm just wondering if you could tell me what to do if you have somebody else. Like my mother, I believe, is suffering from severe depression, but she's not willing to talk to anybody or do anything. Well, you could see if she's willing to even just do the assessment. I mean, certainly if it turns out um, that the score is really low and she's sitting there and saying, see, it says, a, you know, a complete evaluation is not recommended, both of you are going to feel better about it. But if she does it by herself without having to report the benefits to you, um, she might turn out to have a statement that ends up saying, no, this needs to be evaluated or no, this needs immediate attention. Okay. Susan, I wonder, and Deb, maybe you can respond to this, how difficult it is, though, for a daughter or any relationship to be able to, the adult child, to say to the the parent, I think you might be going through depression. So I, I, I wonder if it's hard then for a parent to even admit that they think there's a problem. It can be certainly to that child. In our experience, though, and we're I believe we're seeing an increasing number of seniors. Um, It doesn't mean that they're unaware. They just don't want perhaps to have you worry. They don't want perhaps to be a burden. Um, They might be interested in doing it kind of more on their own. Susan, what leads you to believe your mom is in um, depression? Oh, well, my mom is 87 years old, and I I am 100% certain that she suffers from depression like it's a real problem with with everybody around her but we've had her to the doctor the doctors prescribed antidepressants for her she took them for about two weeks and said they were making her feel dizzy and that was the end of it and I'm just at a loss as to what to do with her like I just feel like I'm being negligent because I'm allowing her to not let me do anything about it do you know what I mean but yeah. I do like when I heard about this test I got real excited and I actually think it's a great idea because maybe she'll do it all by herself in her room and and if I even say to her can you are you willing like she's not interested in any kind of drugs at this point but maybe she might be interested in talking to somebody does your facility provide for that absolutely Absolutely. We're, we're all about talk therapy here. And you know what, if you do, even if you go through and do the test, you'll see at the end, it gives you information on the Calgary Counseling Center. So it's testfordepression.com. Okay, well, right. I appreciate that. It was very timely. Thank you so much. Hey, you bet, Susan. Let me just see if I can squeeze in one more call here. Hey, Phil. Hey, Ange, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. Any question for Deb? Um, actually, I'm just calling in because I'm a, I, I'm a male sufferer. I have PTSD and a lot of uh, related anxiety around that 
And I was also involved in an extreme domestic abuse situation for, for about two years ago. And I'll tell you right now, as males, it is, one, really hard to talk about, but it's even harder to get people in the traditional uh, circles of care to listen and take you seriously. Mm. Because you, there, there's these expectations and stigmas surrounding talking about depression or mental health issues, as well as uh, being a victim of domestic abuse. So... Um, yeah, I, I just we actually have Phil. We actually have one counselor who specializes in male victims of domestic abuse. Yeah. Did you so, hear that, Phil? Awesome. The, oh, good. So the Calgary Counseling Center has one a counselor who specializes on males who are victims of domestic abuse. Phil, thanks so much for uh, calling in because it's not easy, first of all, to call into a talk show and then to share your story. Deb, thanks so much. Hopefully, uh, we can encourage more people to take the online test. Terrific. Thank you. You bet. Deb Kieran, she is the counseling manager at the Calgary Counseling Center. One more time. Test four, as in the number four, testfordepression.com. Takes you about four or five minutes. It's a good little check on your own uh, state of being, especially as I said this week. I was just thinking, oh gosh, it's been a tough week. We're going to take a break for news. And I think we've still got lots of texts coming in and reaction to Energy East. I want to make sure you have a chance to voice your concerns or your thoughts. 403-974-8255. I'm Angela Cocott. Back after this.